What's going on, everyone? This is the Deep Rooted Podcast, created by Midnight Entertainment, executive produced by Hustle Vision Entertainment. I am your host, Anubis MN. Today with me, I have a very special person. This is one of our new co-hosts. Sorry, sis, if you don't mind, I want to go ahead and introduce her. Sure. Lady Shay. What's up, everybody? Uh, this is your girl, Lady Shay, and I'm very excited and very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Nice to have you here. And then for my co-host here, my, my ace, Boon Coon, the person that started it all, you know, <laughs> um, go ahead, introduce yourself for the people again. Hi, everyone. This is Aisha. I know that you remember me from season one of Deep Rooted. I'm happy to be here again. Um... Well, you already know. You can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is ishkafish215. And if you want to add me on Facebook, it's Aisha F-Y-O Powell. Same here. You can always find me on Facebook at Dominic Powell, D-O-M-I-N-I-C-K-P-O-W-E-L-L. And Instagram, you can find me at, uh, well, it's different now. Instagram ended up deleting uh, my previous business account. But you can find the new one at mne.llc uh, also on my personal Instagram anubismn <laughs> and where can they find you at? Uh, well they can find me uh, simply Shay on Instagram okay so now that we're getting back into the swing of things I know it's been a moment since you guys have heard from us we did have a, a very great interview with Councilman Daryl Booker uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, he is a phenomenal brother. He is a phenomenal brother doing a lot for the community. And to keep going through the swing of things, we're going to continue doing more interviews of high-profile people, um, also of a few artists and everything, you know, get you guys... Uh, acclimated to the the newness of the show. We want to expand. We want to broaden our horizons. So I know we usually have a bowl that we draw from when it comes to our topics. That's where everybody knows us for. We're synonymous with that. But we're going to do something new. We have a lot to discuss, especially with the current things going on, the current state of the world for the most part of, of America now. We want to talk about uh, the coronavirus and starting a business during this pandemic, the importance of it. Right now, during American history, we've seen, uh, wow, we, we've been through a lot. We've been yeah, through a lot, yeah. especially when it comes to uh, chemical warfare, germ warfare and everything. Um, but this is something that it's on a different level. It's on a different level simply due to the whole world was affected by it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. though the whole world is, they're healing from it, they're moving on from it. It seems that it's still going on in America because people aren't doing what they're supposed to do. That part. I feel like, um, like a lot of what happened like a lot of what escalated the pandemic number one was like a lot of people didn't take it serious in the beginning mm -hmm. and of mm -hmm. course like mm -hmm. i'll be number one person to say i wasn't taking it serious because 
you know, you hear about viruses all the time, you know, we had mm-hmm. swine flu and, you know, all types of different stuff comes up. It's almost every year that it's something different. Mm-hmm. But, like, right. on this scale, like, I feel like, you know, we just didn't take it serious and, you know, people still was going out to clubs, still was going out mm-hmm. partying, you know, <laughs> still want to go to social gatherings and different stuff like that. But I don't think that, like, people realize just how serious it was until, like, you know, it hit closer to home because it was overseas mm-hmm. at first and everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the numbers, I feel like that's still, they could be fabricated because, you know, it's been some, it's been a lot of different things on the media where, you know, they'll try to make it seem like, oh, there's so many people in these hospitals and then come to find out it was actually dummies. So like That mm-hmm. it was all staged and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was dummies and that they had. The monitors wasn't even on. That some of the clips were actually from Italy mm-hmm. of people in the hospitals instead of it being from here. So, I mean, even though you had stuff like that with our media trying to, you know, make it seem a lot worse than what it was, we're mm-hmm. not going to take away from right. the severity of it. Right. But um, I know that a lot of people were affected by the coronavirus. And, you know, it's really good that they've been able to assist a lot of people and help because a lot of people have lost their jobs and stuff like that you know yeah thankfully yeah. i was able to work from home but mm-hmm. of course you know with me having the baby i actually had to you know my mom missed out on that experience with me so it was a lot of stuff that you know affected a lot yeah so do y'all want to talk about how the coronavirus affected y'all lady sure uh, yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, like you, Isha, I didn't really take the virus seriously, mm-hmm. um, which was the complete opposite of my mother. She was very serious, like, you can't come visit, you know, <laughs> stay there in Philly, you know, and I, I understood it. Um, I don't want to say I took it as a joke, but for me, I'm the kind of person that when we get news like this, I kind of wait till mm-hmm. wait till it plays out a little bit, see what happens, and kind of to piggyback off of what you've already spoke on about, um, you know, the fabrications of the number of viruses that were reported. Right. You know, another thing is the hospitals were instructed to just write down that the patients had coronavirus without the patients actually even being tested. Right. right. And that's a problem, you know, because these numbers are going up and up and they're not the true numbers. So Americans, they're afraid, everybody's scared and things like that. And it's not really the truth. So um, it, it was a lot with the virus. Um, I did begin to take it seriously because there were people, not necessarily close to home, but people that I knew that knew other people that were dying from the virus supposedly and things like that um i still wasn't certain but as the numbers grew i was like "Mm, there might be some truth to this a little bit you know these many people aren't dying you know that often um so i did begin to take it seriously um just a bit you know wearing my mask and um trying my best not to uh be involved in you know large gatherings and and things like that Mm -hmm. um but you know honestly i'm still trying to figure it out I, i i do take it seriously just as a precaution um, you know, I hang around you guys, you have a new baby. I, you know, I'm just not out here totally. I don't care. I ain't wearing no mask, you know, so <laughs> yeah. I do take precautions to a certain extent, but at the same time, I am still trying to figure it out. Right. Um, like you, you know, uh, thank the universe. Uh, I was able to work from home as well. Right. Um, you know, so I'm grateful for that. Um, and I, you know, I know we'll, we'll get into this in, in just a minute, but 
I know that the pandemic has casted a, a dark shadow over America, over the world pretty much, but I do think that there has been a lot of positivity that has come from this. Right. You know, I think we'll get into that in a minute. Okay. Of course, of course. Um, during these times, though things have been different because before the virus even broke out, me and my sister already had to deal with some troubling issues where we had a uh, we had a house fire. Um, our house wasn't one of the ones that were actually on fire, but on our block, nine homes were on fire. Ours receiving smoke damage. So we had to find a new place, which is why you see us in a new locale. We're not in the, you know, at the normal couch that you see us on when it comes to the podcast. Uh, but we were able to make it through, and next thing you know, a virus hit. <laughs> We have a, a whole global pandemic going on, mm-hmm. but we stayed together. We stayed strong. Unfortunately, uh, I myself did know a few people that did pass from the virus. Um, very good friends. I've had, uh, I found out a brother of mine had um, the virus also, and he had to be put on a respirator. But he's better now. He's healed. He's doing much better. He's like, can do backflips now. So that's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And like it's 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 beautiful to see there are people actually recovering from it. Um you know, we still have to be careful. We we still have to do the best we can. I know like when it comes to the numbers, they have been fabricated, but we still have to do the best we can making sure that ourselves, our loved ones and those that we come in contact with are safe. Absolutely. Uh, what we do, what we want to do now, though, let's get into about, you know, creating a business during this pandemic, because right now I've actually seen more entrepreneurs, more mm-hmm. black businesses starting to come into fruition than I have in my 28 years. It's, 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 it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It is phenomenal. Yeah. It's awe inspiring. It's like it, it it fills you with ambition to do your own also, whether it's uh investing in the stock market, which is low, but how things are right now, that's the perfect time that you want to invest into it. Exactly. Also, uh if you want to get into real estate, if you want to get into owning your own t shirt brand, your own apparel company, when it comes to Hell, even when it comes to eating healthy, when it comes to exercising, all that is starting to flourish. Fashion, healthy eating, apparel, like all that is starting to flourish. And one, as a business owner myself, I'm actually able to converse more with people that are more like me, people that are entrepreneurs. And it's kind of hard in the beginning because you do have business ideas, you want to speak to people, but a lot of people are more groomed to be employees rather than the boss. Mm-hmm. So you really can't have the conversation that you need to, to learn what you need to with others. But now that everybody is starting to be more prevalent in today's society, I'm telling you, I have met more business owners than I've had like anyone else. And I'm just, it has me fired up. It has me fired up. 
what do you think about it in this situation? Well, I think that, like, you know, the pandemic, it actually, it helped people have more time. Because, mm-hmm. like, one of the things, you know, a lot of people didn't have was time. So, you have people that, of course, work 40 or more hours a week. And, you know, even if you have the the inspiration and the aspirations to become a business owner or you mm-hmm. have, like, ideas mm-hmm. as to what you want to do as far as the business aspect, a lot of people just did not have the time. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things that kind of opened up that lane for people and, you know, gave them time and, you know, some people actually got assistance with, like, you know, the small business loans and stuff like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know. It just gave them a better opportunity to be able to step back, take a breather, because some people could have been overwhelmed, yeah. you know, with everyday life. And that's one of the greatest things about it, because it gives them it gives them a lot of the opportunities to just, you know, be at home and, you know, do some research and catch up on a game plan as to what they want to do and how mm-hmm. they want to go about it. And that's one of the best things about it. That's what I feel like, because, you know... Now that people have time to step back from a job that's probably stressing them out, yeah. or even mm-hmm. if it's not stressing you out, even if it's just taking up all of your time, mm-hmm. like you can just focus on yourself because some people, I'm not going to say it's wrong, some people would like to just work for a company and retire from a company. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you want to live outside of that and you want to create a life of luxury for yourself, and not saying that you can't have luxury without being a business owner, but if you want to be able to be free mm-hmm. and, you know, clock in when you want, do whatever that you want by yourself, then I feel like it's best to try to do things that's going to be passive income for you. And that's one I of the agree. things that comes mm-hmm. from, you know, owning your own business and doing different stuff on the side, even if it is just on the side. Mm-hmm. Lady Shay? Yes. So uh, kind of the piggyback off of, you know, what you state, what you mentioned, uh, I think what you said was great. Um, most people, they're working eight hours a day, right? Some mm-hmm. 10, some 12. Yeah. So now that most yeah. people are working from home, we do have that uh, extra leeway to where we can spend time on the things that they have, may have put off. You know, I don't have time because I'm at work. When I come home, I'm tired. I have to cook, I have to clean. But most people are working from home now. Um, so they have the extra time to, you know, put in the work, which I think is awesome, uh, which is actually something which is true for me, mm-hmm. you know, I've been able to work on a couple of things that I've been putting off, you know, for whichever reason, being at work, being tired, not being able to come home and work on things. Um, so, I mean, I think, again, while the pandemic is, I don't want to say, it, it's, it's, it's not an entirely negative thing that, that has happened. Um, it has opened so many doors for people Um, One of the things I was thinking, you know, about when you were speaking was how black people, we are just natural creatives. Mm -hmm. And I I love that I see on social media or I'm speaking to people out on the streets that I meet or friends and family. And they have now turned their talents into actual businesses, whether they're cooking, um, you know, whether they're designing and creating. um, And I I think it's amazing. Um, So I think that the pandemic, while it has cast at a negative light or you know a dark light and you know with the depths and things like that um it has also created what will be the which i say 2020 the year of black millionaires and billionaires mm-hmm. right yeah absolutely right. i agree i agree that's a great that like, especially with you seeing a lot of layoffs mm-hmm. when it came to this going down 
with those layoffs, like you said, it brought, it ushered in people willing to work for themselves. Because mm-hmm. one, a lot of people, if you're an entrepreneur, one thing's for sure, you do not like being on someone else's time. Seriously. You do not like someone else putting a value on you, how much your time is worth. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these companies that either if if you didn't get laid off, one, you just coming out just to work in this, Mm -hmm. you're not receiving any hazard pay. That's one of the things that I found like to be kind of horrible. Yeah, absolutely crazy. You know, for them to say that like it's a a respiratory, like, you know, disease Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to say that it is like and i have two lung diseases so (laughs) yeah for people to have to be like going out in that every day and then you know you have the septic drivers you know a lot of septic drivers actually they contracted it yeah but um yeah we actually had a lot of septic drivers that passed from it yeah Yeah. there were a few here in philadelphia Mm -hmm. that's the one thing that like i don't like because you know i know that they assisted people with unemployment and that's a great thing but for people that's working and going out in this every day, mm-hmm. you know, there should also be that hazard pay because right. it's people working in the hospitals and, you know, my best friend, she works in the hospital and I'm just happy that she is safe and that she is well. Mm-hmm. But for her to be working in the hospital and then these hospitals are making them work with people who have the coronavirus, mm-hmm. you know, there should be some type of compensation for that because you have to come exactly. home to your family. Exactly. Well, no, the, a lot of these people actually couldn't even go home to their families. Yeah. They had to see their families through glass doors. Mm. Because sad. they're working with people who have the virus, so they you know, it's a possibility that they have it on them also. So they would actually have to go into self isolation just to make sure that they don't bring it back to their families. It's ridiculous. Not to not receive hazard pay for it and then to if you didn't receive hazard pay and you've been going to work. A lot of jobs have been doing, um, they, they they would give you a little bonus. Like with my company, they gave me like a 100, it was supposed to be a $250 bonus. I only seen 140 of it because they tax your bonus. And like this, <laughs> this didn't even amount to what I spent going back and forth to work mm. so yeah. how was that fair now they did that to me imagine what they did to other people yeah that is not fair at all it's not fair at all but yeah. that's why it's great to go into business for yourself Absolutely. because one you can clock in on your own time you give yourself value mm-hmm. whatever you work on if you do t-shirts you can create a shirt from $20, hell, you can even create a shirt from $15 to $60. You put that value on it because that's your blood, sweat, and tears in it. Absolutely. Right. Whether you're sitting here doing, um, you're doing art, whether you're drawing people, whether you're painting, whether you're doing digital art, creating comics, um, whatever, you put that value on yourself. This is like the best time because now people have the time for that. Mm-hmm. You're right. All the things that you never had the time to do, like we were saying before, you have the time right now to invest into yourself. Just imagine, well, we've been we've been going through this for about four months. Yeah, about mid March. Yeah. In four months' time, you investing into yourself, you can literally make 
more than what you've been making working at another job, working right. for someone else, working for some. You could work on your dream and make more than you would working on someone else's dream. Mm-hmm. Mm. I say that all the time. I'd rather work and create my dream versus working and create someone else's dream. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what you know most of us are doing. And again, I feel like entrepreneurship isn't for everyone, no. right? You no. know, we like I've seen like a couple of memes on social media saying, "Well, you know, if you don't come out of this virus or out of this lockdown with your own business, you're lazy and things like that." And I don't think that that's necessarily not in the true. Not yeah, in the you know, not everybody is meant to be an entrepreneur, that, that, and that's okay. You know, we need people mm-hmm. uh, that are going to school uh, to become lawyers and doctors that look like us, right? You know, yeah. we, exactly. you know, not everybody can exactly. be, you know, an entrepreneur. Um, but for those of us who are and we feel it we know that it's in us you know now is definitely the time to do so especially if you're working from home or even if you aren't working from home and you're actually just laid off um now Mm -hmm. is the time to put your you know bring your dreams into fruition right Right. Mm -hmm. i see like a lot of people now have actually gotten into it if it's not the healthy food if it's not designing your own apparel if it's not creating you know works of art paintings sketches if it's not uh if it's not like beauty products skincare products which is that's something that's big and on the rise now too a lot of black owned skincare products that are literally having people glowing you know it people are actually uh, a lot of people are getting into gaming also which I'm kind of I'm lazy in a sense because I'm a gamer myself, but I can actually get into gaming and make money from it. I've I've done it before. It was just like it, it wasn't my passion. It wasn't my passion. Right. See, I I, I need to get on it. Don't call yourself lazy. If it's not your passion, if I could it's not do your passion. It, I would do it because <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur though. That's something that I do need to get into because I love doing it. So it, it makes sense that like. While I'm doing it, I can still get paid for it. Mm-hmm. I just, well, yeah, I, I wasn't lazy. My attention was focused elsewhere. Yeah. Exactly. You were working on other things and building other things, mm-hmm. and it's okay. You know, sometimes it's important for us to focus on one thing at a time as opposed to trying to focus on three things, um, yeah. you know, so, you know, that's all. My tips and advice when it comes to having your own business also is... One, do not spread yourself thin. Do not do it. Exactly. I've done it before, and exactly. it, it cost me a lot of money. It cost me a lot of money, and I was sitting in a position where I was like, wow, like, I don't have nothing to offer anyone. But it still was, uh, it was growth. It was growth that I needed. Mm-hmm. So now I was able to focus on getting a couple things together. One thing book bags people have been interested in my book bags for the longest yes yeah they're dope and i've put a lot of money out trying to find like the perfect book bag to be able to you know put my company on put designs on and i've finally been able to do it and people are loving them like you know it does my heart good because my community is supporting me after you know me struggling for so long Uh, my comic book it was trial and error with that trial and error putting out a lot of money uh, with that 
I'll get back into it, but I have to make sure that um, all my ducks is in order first mm-hmm. because that's going to be the one that it it costs a lot of money to make comic books. Marvel and DC, they put it out easily. They put it out like that, but it's actually a lot of money involved when it comes to that process. Yeah, I can only imagine. I that. had to learn that. So for the people that's in it, don't give up. Do not give up. Whether Never. you're the penciler, whether you're the uh, the illustrator, whether you're the colorist, inker, whatever, um, even the publicist, do not give up because people are out here are they're working their hardest just to be able to get their books across. Yeah. When it comes to oh, so more tips also. Uh, one have your goals, short term, long term. Um, and your projections where you see yourself how you're going to get there that's it's it's something that is very important when it comes to uh, your business you always want to make sure that you have your goals what your company is going to be doing how it's going to get there what it's going to be doing in the next 10 years how it's going to get there whether it's, you know, signing contracts with someone, whether it's going into business with someone else, whether it's opening up a new shop or a new franchise somewhere, you always want to have your goals mm-hmm. and then your projections. Also, uh, what what else? What else? It's just so much that has yeah, to do so with much. business. Well, you can also, like, add to um, a tip, like, you know, always be looking at something that can improve that. Exactly. So, like, mm. you know, I'm, I know a lot of people, you have, like, your starter kit as to what you want your business to do and, mm-hmm. like, how you want it to start off. But when you do have that together and you have your business started, then you also want to look into, okay, now that I have it, this, mm-hmm. how can I improve it? Right. What can I do to make it better? Right. And, of course, that comes from feedback of your customers and stuff Absolutely. like that. But mm-hmm. also, as the entrepreneur, as the boss, you mm-hmm. have to be looking at, okay, what can I do? What do I think would make this go further? Because... Right. Even though feedback is going to help you mm-hmm. get your business to that next level, it's also up to you to do the research mm-hmm. and to progress yourself and your company. Yes. You always have to... If you have you a team, to, more the power. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. That, that's so big. You know, mm-hmm. having a team. I, I think we spoke about that. I'm not sure how many times, you know, the importance of having a team and not trying to do everything on your own you know your business will be more successful you know if you have a team Mm -hmm. uh you know and you're helping each other out and you're not like you said spreading yourself thin so that's pretty important as well it is that's a pretty good tip and like also what you were mentioning um you always want to evolve your business right Mm -hmm. you don't want to just okay i have this plan i have this idea for my business that's it let me just put it out there right. you always want to be thinking always want to be working what can i do how else can i promote this and you want to be creative you want to stand out from your competitors right um so you always want to be looking and listening to your customers as you mentioned mm-hmm. um but also just trying to stand out also studying your competition right um, right, right right and studying their weaknesses you know just dropping some gems here you know <laughs> studying their weaknesses and seeing how you can capitalize off of their weaknesses and make it your strength. That is true. That's how so, one of the ways you succeed. Because business some, growth is self-growth. Yeah, because yes. some people, they take it, you know, and I know, like, a lot of people, they're like, you know, there's already somebody with this idea, why would I do that? Mm. And, you know, mm. you could feel like that. I know some people do feel like that, but you got to think about it. 
Look at how many bread companies there are. Girl. Mm-hmm. Same idea. Ooh. It's just sold to you different. Go down the bread aisle. You'll see maybe like 20 different yeah. companies. And you know, just because somebody has the same idea, even if it's selling lip gloss, even if it's selling keychains, makeup, mm-hmm. what's going to make yours different? Like, what's going to make you stand out? Mm-hmm. And to be honest, that's the deciding factor when someone is going to spend their money. Absolutely. What makes this product better than the next? And it's exactly. great to have healthy competition. It definitely is. Because look at McDonald's and Burger King. They're always in the same area. They are. And I don't think when you see that. one, you see the other. Very true. You do. When it comes to car dealerships, they were always in the same area right across the street from each other. Next mm-hmm. to each other. Gas stations. Same thing. Oh, wow. Same area right across the street from each other. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Thank Healthy competition. Yeah. Healthy competition. Um, also, another tip. Always, always, always accept criticism. Yeah. Not meaning that if a person said, "No, nah, I don't like their product and stuff," it's not for me. That's an opinion. That's that's not criticism. But even if a person were to do that, still take it. Okay, it's not for them. Why isn't it for them? They didn't. Okay, I can do this, and this they were like that. You will always want to accept criticism because that's a part of growth. Mm-hmm. How do you know if your product, say my book bag, to me, I, it's amazing. Like it, it's my company logo on and everything. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But to someone else, it can, it, it's, it's not good enough. It could be more to it. Right. If a, a person gives me advice and their opinion, mm-hmm. I'm going to accept both because it's criticism absolutely so like these gems we want to drop on everyone if you're looking to one create your own business create your own brand create your own time always 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 accept criticism always be looking for growth check your demographics who you want to sell people like sell to absolutely this is very important when it comes to the business world you guys can always join the discussion. We actually have a new YouTube for the Deep Rooted Podcast on uh, Midnight Entertainment. It will also still be on Hustle Vision Network, so you can check either or. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, join in. We'll respond. We're going to take a break real quick, and we'll be back for more. So we are back. Deep Rooted Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. <laughs> Alright, so everybody, you already know what, it time, what time it is. This is Entrepreneur of the Week. I want to introduce a very, very unique, a very cool clothing line that just came out called Urban Rootswear that was created by your own Lady Shay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. 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 Thank you. Let us know a little bit about Urban Rootswear. Okay. So Urban Rootswear came about because I wanted to create a brand of clothing that would represent our people 
mm-hmm. um, our culture, mm-hmm. our, our community, and what we stand for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to integrate all of that, as well as education. Um, as you'll see if you visit Urban Roots Wear on Instagram and Facebook, um, there are products that, again, not only represent us, but also educate us. Um, so I wanted to kind of include all of that in the brand. Um, so you guys, you guys should go check it out. Yeah. I will do. We'll Make do. sure that you go check out Urban Roots Wear. Yes. Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So. Follow, like, subscribe. And share. And share. And yes. hit that bell notification. Yes. Let's get this lady out here. Bing. Support the sister. I appreciate you guys. All right. So, are you guys, ladies, ready to discuss our second topic? Yeah, sure am. So we actually are. So, um, this topic is actually going to be um on a very controversial subject because um, very, as everyone knows, right about around this time, Nick Cannon he actually got fired from um what's the the station? What was it? MTV. I think it's- Via, well, it's, via, it's via under com, Viacom. Via it's from, under Viacom. Yeah, so he actually got fired from Viacom because he basically said, um, he said a statement that um, a lot of people didn't really ha- agree with. And um, Shana, do you want to go ahead and sure play can. that for us so that we can let our viewers hear it? Absolutely. Yeah, let's let the people hear it for those who aren't caught up on the situation. Actually comes from because I'm bringing it all the way back around okay. to, to Minister Farrakhan to where they may not have the compassion or the the when they were sent to the mountains of Caucasus when they when they didn't have the power of the sun that was that the sun then started to deteriorate mm-hmm. them so then they're acting out of fear they're acting out of low self esteem they're acting out of a, a deficiency. So therefore, the only way that they can act is evil. The only way they can, they, they have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight or flight in, okay. or, in order to survive. Exactly. So then these people who didn't have what we had, and when I say we, I speak of the mm-hmm. melanated people. Right. They had to be savages. They had to be barbaric. They had, because they're in these Nordic mountains, they're in these rough uh, torrential environment so they, they're acting as animals right. so they're the ones that are actually closer to animals they're the ones that are actually the true savages every single day someone yeah. of prominent so this is the thing they fired Nick Cannon for supposedly making anti-semitic comments which you actually see they do a lot. They'll preach a lot of anti-Semiticism. But this is the crazy thing. Melanated people, we cannot preach anti-Semiticism because we are the Semites. How are we going to sit here and talk about something that is anti-us? As the original people of this this globe and stuff this 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 world how can we sit here and and say hate speech to people that are us like no what he said was all facts 
was yeah. all facts. You can sit here, you can look in history books, you can Google it, you can go to Wikipedia and everything. Like he he speaks all facts. And he's being torn down by first he got he lost his job, which is why a lot of people don't see Wild and Out coming on anymore. Instead they show um reruns of if I remember the day that it happened, they were showing a rerun of the Fresh Prince. But that's the reason why you don't see Wild and Out coming on anymore. You only see it on YouTube. Simply because the people that own Viacom CBS canceled the show. And anything else that Nick Cannon has been working on, anything else that you've seen him on, he spoke the truth. He spoke yeah. the truth. But people see it is that he were talking about Jewish people. Which, in all actuality, Jewish, that, that's what the term comes from, Jewish. You're not the original Jews. Of course, if you uh-huh. go into history books, melanated people are the original Jews. Um, if you want to go further back, the Zulus actually have the oldest tradition when it comes to uh, Jews. It's, you're not Jewish because of of your religion. You're Jewish actually because of what you do. And like to go back to what... You know, uh, Nick Cannon was speaking on. That's it's factual. It's factual. You you look through history, you'll see that. Um, also, uh, you know the Honorable Louis Farrakhan spoke on that also. Mm-hmm. All he spoke was the truth, and this goes to show you when you're working for someone else, even though you have your own your own uh, show, that when you're working for someone else. Whatever you say is liable to be held against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what happened to Nick Cannon. But what what's even more tragic is that with him saying that, he felt like he hurt some of his friends, some of his, the notable people that he know. So he went back and apologized for it. Which... Me, myself, I believe he shouldn't have done that. Like, you, you should have, uh, instead of publicly apologizing, you should have went and you should have spoke to them on. But this is the thing, like, now this this man's whole career is, like, messed up. And then when he apologized, his own community turned on him. Yeah. His own community turned on him. And this is someone that's been literally giving jobs to people in our community. Mm-hmm. This is someone that's been fighting for our community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turned on them. Well, see, my take on it. Like, um, number one, I don't feel like he was wrong for saying what he said. Right. And, you know, if you look into history, number one, and, you know, especially when we look into our textbooks, even when we were taught in school, mm-hmm. when they're showing pictures of cavemen, it looks more similar to white people mm-hmm. and you know even when they're talking like scholars have come forward and said you know black people are the only people that are 100% human we do right. not have Reese's mm-hmm. monkey DNA and our gene yeah none of that. you can't even really carbon date us to find out like when we came into being because as carbon based uh, 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 beings 
you you can't do that. We don't have any 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 primate DNA in us. You can't sit here and trace us back to cavemen. You, you it's impossible. You cannot do that. Exactly, but even when you talk about the evolution of history, mm-hmm. we, well, I'm not gonna say we, but the people of our descent were actually the ones that introduced bathing and introduced yes. you know fire. And dif- yeah, mm-hmm. different ways of hunting. All of that was introduced to them. So, Which I mean, you why see is- on the topic of introducing fire, you see they said that it was a titan called Prometheus mm-hmm. that actually introduced them to it. You go back in history also, we were actually venerated as gods. Mm-hmm. Yes, we were. A lot of heroes that you see when it comes to ancient Greece are actually God. Ancient Greeks and uh, Roman uh, are actually black people. Right. Even Andromeda. Andromeda is actually, uh, was from an uh, African queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, excuse me, go ahead. Go no, ahead. you're fine. You lost what you was... <laughs> sorry, sorry. My like, bad, my bad. <laughs> No, because trust uh, me, all, of that, all right of that information is definitely necessary. Yeah. But, um, you know, why it's touching them the wrong way about them being savages and you know being closer to animals i'm not going to say you're an animal at all but as far as him saying you're savages i mean that's basically what it came from like cavemen were known as savages and you know y'all had pride in being barbaric and stuff like that any Mm -hmm. other time and you know for him to say it out of his mouth then you feel offended and number one, I feel like he shouldn't have took it back because mm-hmm. if you say something and it's knowledgeable and factual, you shouldn't like take back your statement mm-hmm. because number one, I understand that like, you know, in the industry and entertainment and stuff like that, you have to take back and go back on what you meant to say because you might lose endorsements and stuff like I that. I actually believe that's the reason why he did that. Probably that's so. for the endorsements Possibly. and for his job. Yeah, because I mean, of course, we all don't want to lose money out of our pockets, but I mean, if you can't say something that's factual, and that's not you being opinionated or anything, you just speaking on something that is a known fact, right. I feel like you shouldn't have to retract that just because somebody feels a certain way about it. Because, you know, it's a lot of people that say exactly what they want to say, mm-hmm. and because of their skin color, they're able to still work their jobs. That doesn't part. matter if people are offended or not. President Trump. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, look at our president. Tommy Lauren. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. That's that Rona. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I feel like they just tried to do that to make an example of him. Because yeah. exactly Nick Cannon why. is very, he's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. And when you have a black person that's intelligent, especially when you start speaking on something that's going to make them look less like let take them off of that throne that they're trying mm-hmm. to claim mm-hmm. that's when they want to be upset especially when you have a platform that is able to reach millions upon millions right yes absolutely so lady shay what do you what is your oh man i mean i was just listening to everything that you guys were saying and i you know completely agree i commended nick cannon for speaking on what was what you've already mentioned facts mm-hmm. so let's just focus on that what he spoke on was facts he didn't back it up <laughs> you know he didn't pull it out of the sky what he mentioned was facts and it's unfortunate that white people they don't want 
certain parts of their history to be put on uh, blast, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they want to kind of keep the certain persona, and anytime somebody tries to mess with that, like you said, they try to make an example out of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's unfortunate, you know, for Nick Cannon because he, he, he's such a prominent individual in our community, and a lot of people look up to him. He's done a lot for our community. Yeah. Um, and for him to take it back, I was a bit disappointed However, I won't cast him out. I won't cancel him. Right. No, which is what no. our people, a lot of our people have done. I won't say everyone. He had a reason for what he did. I don't know the exact reason. We can only speculate, mm-hmm. you know, what he, what his reasoning was for taking it back. It could very well be because he has friends that are Jewish and he didn't want to offend them specifically. And maybe he thought that making a public, a po- making a public apology was necessary to kind of smooth things over i think that when you are speaking on facts and what you're stating may offend other people i don't think that he should have gone back on that um again i don't want our people to cast him out as someone we can't look up to anymore you know i think that's very important i think that we still need to support nick cannon although i don't agree with him taking it back i think we still need to support him he has done so much for our community as i've stated mm-hmm. and you know i think it's important to continue to support him um i mean that's pretty much what i what i what i feel on that in in short really mm-hmm. this is the thing like for the people there for our people our community that are bashing nick cannon for the most part, a lot of people need to sit here and reevaluate themselves. Exactly. Because, because first and foremost, we don't get on... Honestly, we really don't get on any white person that sit here and say anything about us. Hell, look at Trump. Look at uh, uh, what's, what's Biden and stuff. Like He, he told someone that... If, if you don't vote for Biden... You're, you're not black. You're not black, like... And you know, and people, black people, like yo, we let that slide. Well, Are we really slide, okay with this? I feel like they probably let it slide with Biden because a lot of people look at it like, okay, Obama was a president, and whether he was great, exceptional, or people thought he was the worst, Biden was right there with him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of black that people, part. you know, they look at it like, you know what, first black president, and they probably don't look at everything that was done from Obama. Which Obama gave us hope because a melanated person like was finally uh, president of the United States mm-hmm. which if you want to go back in history, the first black president I mean the first president of the United States was actually a black man. White people went to a black man to lead them. Um, but you, you could go ahead and look that up on your own time, bringing it back. Uh, Obama gave us hope because at the point in time that we're at, we were able to see a melanated man become the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything for our community, though. Right. Joe Biden, yeah, he ran with, you know, uh, President Obama. And there was, like, funny as hell memes about Biden. Yeah. But what we're seeing now is actually who Biden is. First and foremost, this motherfucker is a pedophile. You see like the you, you see the videos, you see him 
kissing little girls, filling on little girls and everything. Like, this dude is a pedophile. This dude is uh, uh, prejudiced. And then he also took place in signing bills where our people face the ass end of the deal. Like, nah, like, fuck Biden also. Fuck Trump. Like, this whole... uh, this whole election is the same thing as how it was with Trump and Hillary. And Hillary All Hillary. you're doing is voting for your master. All you're doing is evil. voting for the lesser yeah. of two evils. That's mm-hmm. all this is. I've said it before, as black people, as melanated people, whichever you want to go by. Until we're taken seriously, we need to hold our vote. It's no voting for this person to get that person out of the office. No, we need to hold our vote. And then we also need to groom our own politicians. Not even that. On a subject of Nick Cannon, we need to sit here and create our own mm-hmm. platforms. Yes. Because yes. if you create your own platform, especially one with people that have your same ideologies and mm-hmm. everything like that, you won't have to worry about being fired just because you say something. Exactly. And, you know, for me, I feel like Nick Cannon, he didn't say anything racist. He didn't say anything nope. that was demeaning. He did not say anything wrong. He just spoke facts. You do That's not like, need to apologize for not saying anything wrong, for not doing anything wrong. Exactly. That's like, you know, an African that was actually a warrior wouldn't get mad because you say, oh, they fought with spears. You're, you're just speaking facts right mm-hmm. so just because it's a time where you know you felt like you were less superior i don't feel like somebody should apologize for that if you're going to embrace history embrace all of it which is what right. it is it's right. uh in all actuality it's uh infant how, how do i say it? In, inferiority complex mm-hmm. yeah oh, uh, inferiority gosh, yeah. complex yep. because well for those who are more religious if you read the bible the Bible actually says that the young shall inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. Us melanated people, us being the original people on this planet, us being the aboriginals and natives, we put ourselves in a position where the young, the Caucasians, were able to inherit the earth and mold it into their own image Mm -hmm. to be able to create society as it is now where they're in control and if you speak out against it if you sit here and remind them at a point that they were inferior they get sensitive to you're right and you're canceled and you know what the one thing that you know, I wouldn't say I found it funny, but the one thing that, like, I really had, like, an issue with, you know, when we were taught about Africa, mm-hmm. you know, especially in school and stuff like that, you weren't really taught that Africa was, like, you know, that it had so many resources mm. and that it was so much that Africa had to offer. You remember that... Uh that that commercial with yeah. Sarah McLaughlin that uh, mm-hmm. in the eyes of yeah. an angel oh, all the gosh. time. That's that's yes. that was the concept that I pretty much got before. Like I started yeah. doing research and stuff because when you find out that you know number one, it's funny to me how white people will claim themselves as Egyptian when it's in <laughs> Africa. You don't want to claim any other 
any other part of Africa and you want to make it seem like White there's such a third world. Easterns. Yeah, you want to make it seem like it's such a third world country, but you want to claim that Egypt is a part of that white culture. And mm-hmm. you can't really stand out in the sun without <laughs> catching a blister. Okay. You know, that As was... As Nick Cannon said. Yeah, even in the hieroglyphics, it tells you they had white paint, but they never painted the skin as white because that was black. Their skin was black. Even mm-hmm. their hairstyles. It mimics so much of us, and that's what they want we us still not do the to hairstyles, see. Man. Yeah, yeah, we still do them today. That's what they want that. us not to see, because if you have people that awaken their true spirituality, mm-hmm. and you realize what you truly can be, mm-hmm. if you're not playing into what they want you to be, mm-hmm. then that's the most... That's the thing that they fear. Mm-hmm. And that's why they don't want us to speak out. They don't want black people to be knowledgeable. They don't want to be. They don't want, they don't want you to other black people to be awakened. Because yeah. if you They're look at our buying power, first and foremost, when it came to walling out, you literally had millions of people. Could have been billions. I don't I don't I don't know the analytics of it, but you literally have millions upon millions of people that tuned in to this show to laugh you had hell you probably had like you know millions of people that tried out just to be on that show to get a break you know some that actually did get a break that become very successful themselves um that tuned into this for this man this man was a leader I won't say was like of course uh he he's he's heartbroken right now like yeah. if you actually look at his his previous tweets he's he's heartbroken mm-hmm. right now because of how his own community turned on him mm-hmm. where he's a leader in our community he's a staple in our community we need to protect this man mm-hmm. period Not we need to protect this right. man fight for him like he fought for us exactly exactly fight for him like he fought for us because like. This is the thing. A lot of people always say, why is, why aren't there any leaders in the black community? Why aren't there any leaders in the black community? Because our own people are so quick to turn on them. Right. Unfortunately. But like I say all the time, let's not focus on those who don't have like minds. Let's not focus on those who procrastinate. Let's only focus on those that are willing to take the steps and move forward. Those that are like minds, those that are willing to take the steps, because this is the thing. If you're willing to turn on someone that literally fought for our community, that literally been in the the, the ditches and stuff with us, especially yes. when it came to police brutality. Mm-hmm. He was in a mix. Mm-hmm. What else are you capable of? So, no, we need to protect Nick Cannon. We need to um, fight for him and everything. We need to we need to create our own platform. Hell, like, for those who are, you know, great with coding, for those who uh, are YouTube stars and everything, um, even those who, let's say, like, you know, have their own shows and everything, we actually need to band together for this man. Right. And hopefully we'll be able to create our own station where we can put him on. Yeah. I mean, I think Diddy did that. Diddy did offer him a uh, position on his, was it his, oh gosh, what was it? I don't know what you're talking about. Revolt TV. 
Yeah, Revolt TV, exactly. So he offered him to, you know, come on, on Revolt TV, you know, and have his show there. But I think there's still an issue with whether or not Viacom would give Nick Cannon, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, um, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I, I think that there's still, like, a lot more to follow, you know, regarding this whole he situation. He deserved it. All the seasons that he did, he put blood, sweat, and tears into it. Man, listen. Wilding out with MB, wilding out without Nick Cannon, period. Exactly. I don't care who else they try to bring on that show. If they try to replace him, there's other awesome MCs out there. But there's, I don't know, there's just not no replacing Nick Cannon and right. Wilding and Out. And watch like, their views him. go down. They will. Why yeah. should because that's the thing. Down with me. All the Wild and Out cast are rocking with yeah. Nick Cannon. I was curious about that. I, I haven't looked into that with the other castmates if they were. Oh, they they oh, rocking. They, they support him. You can that's, tell that they really support I'm him. Very glad to hear that. He gave them a chance. They're they're grateful. Yeah. They're grateful. As they should. Be. Even though they like they had their own. I, w- I would say a lot of them had their own careers going on, so especially like you had a lot of battle rappers on there that were prevalent, right. you know, in the battle rap scene. Right. You had a lot of YouTube stars that were like, you know, hilarious. People right. loved them. Right. While and that was, it was literally another income for them. Right. So, this is what we want to do also, uh, like we did for our last segment. We want to invite everyone else to join in on the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Even if you have to go to our personal outlets and, you know. Yo, hit us up. We're all hit willing to up. entertain you and converse mm-hmm. with you. Absolutely. Let us know what you think because, you know, we would like to hear some of your aspects and mm-hmm. why you think the way that you think. Whether you think that he should have apologized or not. Mm-hmm. Whether you support him or not. You know, you can get in on all of that conversation with us. We're all willing to listen to you. And also, you can contact our Deep Rooted page. We're all going to have access to the Deep Rooted. Yep. Mm -hmm. And Midnight Entertainment. Yeah, so anything that you want to contact us on. Welcome to the Midnight. Yeah, welcome to the Midnight. Welcome to the Midnight, baby. (laughs) So real quick, also, uh, uh, since I didn't really promote uh, the new wares. Oh, yeah. I want to let everyone know that uh, Midnight Entertainment... We now have the book bags, the Midnight Entertainment book bags, oh. deep rooted book bags, yes. deep rooted, the so deep rooted travel bags, oh, and it. multiple colors, might I add you, as well as we have the hashtag Kingship book oh, bags, sorry, which way. look <laughs> phenomenal. It look phenomenal. They're dope. Uh, you can actually go on to the Facebook Midnight Entertainment LLC and the Instagram MME, excuse me, MNE. Dot LLC and check out the recent photo shoot that we did with Tony Dodon of Puzzle Vision Network. Um, that we had a lot of good wares, we got a lot of good wares. We're also doing the dust proof, uh, washable, reusable face mask. Have the Midnight Entertainment icon. We also have hashtag King Shit, hashtag Queen Shit, and I am designer. And I'm looking to create some more. I'm looking to create some more. So more to come. More to come. Lot yeah, more definitely. To come. Lots more. Real to soon. Come. Real soon. In about like you know a week's time. Stay tuned. You just have to wait and find all out. All you have to do is do that. That's all you have to do is do that. So what we always want to end you on is one. We have to sit here and we have to do better in our community. Mm-hmm. We cannot be too quick to judge. 
For one, we have to see all the facts. First, yes. Because that's very important. We have to always see the facts first, all of them. And then we have to get together and speak on what we should do. So, of course, hit us up. Join the conversation. Mm -hmm. We're responding to everyone. Um, Like, comment, subscribe, share. That is is very important. If you're on the Anchor app, follow. Uh, You can also donate because that's how we keep it moving, keep it moving. Um, in the next few weeks, we will actually be back into our new setting in the Rec Philly, uh, the Rec Philly inside the gallery, what well, is Fashion District now, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Philadelphia Mall. Yeah. So, uh, yo, thank you all again for listening in, for viewing, for joining us, for giving us a moment to sit here and get, you know, what we want off our chest. Yeah. This is the Deep Rooted Podcast. Created by Midnight Entertainment, sponsored by Midnight Entertainment also, and executive produced by Hustle Vision Entertainment. Thank you. Stay safe. And we love you. Welcome to the midnight. Welcome to the midnight.